Welcome to another Monday episode of It's Not You, It's Them, But It Might Be You. And I've got a question. Are we dating the same guy? Definitely not, because I'm actually not dating any guys right now. I've made a very sensible choice in my life. But if I had a pound for every time a woman asked me if I could post a picture of her man to see if any of my followers also think he's their man, I'd be a rich woman. Well... Actually, I'd have about 147 quid. So maybe not quite rich, but get in there. But I don't need to. Because all over the globe, there are now location-specific Facebook groups called Are We Dating the Same Guy? They'll be like, are we dating the same guy? London, Liverpool, Sydney, New York, etc. And let me tell you, they are mental. I've decided to discuss these groups on today's podcast because I saw a meme that said, I'm obsessed with my local Are We Dating the Same Guy Facebook group because girlies will be like, any tea on this guy? And 75 babes will be like, he broke my heart and this is him. And it was a picture of an extremely disgusting looking fish. And I've never seen a more accurate meme in my entire life. As the title suggests, these are closed, member-only Facebook groups where women can post the picture of the man that they are dating or in a relationship with to see if anyone else is also dating him or has any general tea on him that she might want to know about. They are intended to be safe spaces where heterosexual women can support each other and smash the patriarchy by using sisterhood solidarity to ensure that men cannot fuck us over in secret anymore. And in many ways, that's exactly what they are. There are some incredible women on them, using them exactly as they are intended. Women supporting women. But there is also a dark side, and we will look at both today. I've only ever been able to look at them when I've been with my friend who's a member, because I only have a business Facebook for la la la, let me explain, which I don't ever use or look at. So don't bother messaging me or tagging me or doing anything for me on there. Don't even send me Facebook links because I can't click them because I just, it's not even installed on my phone. But I did install it and tried to join a few years ago from the la la la, let me explain, business account and they wouldn't let me in. Maybe because it's a business, but also maybe because they thought that I'd be in there trying to tout my book and my Instagram. I don't know. And to be honest, that is probably exactly what I would have done. And not for monetary gain, but because a lot of the women in these groups really could do with my book. And actually, my book does get recommended in there a lot. I get a lot of messages from people saying they found me because of these groups. So shout out to you lovely lot who have made me a household name in Are We Dating the Same Guy groups. But I feel like quite a few women clearly aren't paying attention. As me and my friend were scrolling through the pictures and comments, I was just like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? As the meme said, probably about 90% of the men on there look like they've been run over by a tractor that's gone back and forth over their heads several times. Faces only a mother could love. And the audacity to be using that face to be treating multiple women like utter shit in an array of harrowing ways, it's just, it's, it's too much for me. 
I mean, obviously, it's not okay to cuss people for having faces only a mother could love. But I think it is relevant because of the fucking audacity. But also because you just wouldn't expect it. I'd look at that kind of guy and think, oh, he'd be really lucky to find someone willing to kiss him. And if I gave a guy that looked like most of these guys who have the same haircut and fashion sense as MC Grinder from Corrupt FM a chance... I'd be thinking I'd be quite safe from cheating because absolutely nobody else could possibly want them except for his mum. But I'd actually be totally wrong because you have these absolutely beautiful, classy-looking women, and I mean hordes of them, all in the comments. Like, he robbed me and threw my hamster out the window, but I love him. And then they'll be like, oh my God, babe, me too. And it's deeply depressing. But clearly, in this context, it serves an extremely important purpose for many. And it can genuinely save women from some real shit, if they choose to listen. These groups are closed and are very strict about who can join. As I said, I can't even get in there. And there are strict rules about not screenshotting or sharing information from them. So I took to my Instagram last week and I asked for people's experiences of the Are We Dating the Same Guy groups, the good, the bad and the ugly. So let's start with the good. They are clearly extremely useful and supportive. They are a space where women can go. And women probably who have been through the mill with dating, if you're feeling the need to go into this group, you are probably at the point where you are jaded and cynical and just wanting to find other like-minded women who you can talk to about this stuff. So they are incredible for that. They are a really supportive environment for many. And actually, some people give some stellar advice in the comments. And a lot of women save a lot of time and energy after being warned early on. They will post a picture of a man they've only been on a couple of dates with and women underneath will let them know all the info that they need to know. And some women have been saved from some really dangerous men. And lots of people told me that the moderators do work really hard to keep things safe. And actually... One of the pros of the group was that it makes women feel really happy to be single. There are a lot of women who feel really sad and not worthy and not enough because they've been single for a really long time. And then coming into a group like that makes them go, okay, no, dating is much worse than this single life that I am experiencing. So let me give you some examples that people sent to me of some good stuff that happened in the groups. So one woman said that a guy that she was chatting to was posted and a link was shared of him being caught meeting up with a 15-year-old that he'd met online for sex. And the same person said that multiple other men that she'd seen on the apps were also posted for having committed previous sexual assaults. So, I mean, this is undoubtedly a fantastic service that the group provides. Somebody else wrote and said that several women were saved from embezzlement by a man who was using dating apps to commit fraud against multiple women. So a number of them had gone onto that group to warn against this particular guy who was coming out with some kind of claims about like a dead mother and having to pay for funeral costs to get her sent back to the UK and all sorts of stuff. Women were sending thousands of pounds to this man. Absolutely awful. 
another woman said that she found out that a guy she was talking to was a convicted rapist and that he had given her a fake name. So she saw his picture on Are We Dating the Same Guy, but it was a complete different name when she Googled the real name that had been posted on this group, she was able to Google him and find information about his convictions. Another woman said that she had a date planned with a guy and found out that he was a misogynistic troll with a fiancé and seven girlfriends. For the last of our positives, I mean, those positives aren't, I mean, they're positives that are really positive because this is like life-saving shit, but also like quite dark positives, you know what I mean? But just says so much about dating as a heterosexual woman, you know? And lastly, I really like this one. A woman said she's seen a few men on there who'd ghosted her and it was really reassuring for her because she discovered that actually she's not the only one they've ghosted and it made her feel really good about the fact that it wasn't just her. It wasn't her, it was them. Know that fizzy feeling you get when you read something really good, watch the movie everyone's been talking about, or catch the show the internet can't get over? At the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast, we chase that feeling five times a week. We talk about the buzziest movies, TV, music, books, and more. From lowbrow to highbrow to in between, catch the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. So, after the darkest pros of all time, let's move on to the cons of these groups. The overriding thing that came out of this in terms of cons was this sense that it was reinforcing ideas that all men are abusers and actually that it made you never want to date again in your life. So there's two sides of that coin. You know, for some women, it was like, this has made me be really happy about being single. But for others, it was like, I am too scared to ever go near a man again. So it creates a real sense of mistrust. And because of that, women have started asking in there for tea on guys that they haven't even been on a date with or has shown them no reason to mistrust him. Women on there seem to be looking for problems and it causes paranoia and fails to acknowledge that sometimes people can be a bit crap with one person but not the next. So I, I think there is really something very negative about this whole idea now that of like let's just post him just in case I think the best use of it is I've been dating someone I've seen a red flag let's see if if someone can help me but posting any guy you're dating does really create a sense of paranoia and mistrust which some people might say well you kind of have to have that to keep yourself safe if you're dating as a woman but yeah I don't know, it's a very, very cynical, jaded way to date, but maybe that's the way forward, I don't know. A lot of people said to me that some of the advice is awful on there, really poor advice, and there's lots of people that say things like, it's a red flag, for things like a guy not replying in four hours, or, or stuff that really isn't much of a red flag. 
and somebody said that there were loads of unhinged questions on there, people asking specifically those kind of things, like, my man hasn't texted me for two hours, am I dumped? And then women underneath saying, like, that's a red flag, babe, block him. So as the pro said, in some ways, the advice can be really, really good and helpful, but in other instances, it can be really bad advice. Somebody mentioned that there was a lot of racist behaviour and fetishising of black men in there and undermining the experiences of black women fetishised by white men. So lots of white women posting black guys and comments underneath about big black dicks or, you know, look at that hot chocolate man or, or whatever. And then nothing you know, no sympathy towards black women who was talking about experiences of the way they were treated by white men in fetishizing or racist ways. And a lot of people said that when they had raised that, raised racism or homophobia or, or even misogynistic language from women in those groups, mods were kicking out people for calling out the racist or homophobic language rather than doing something about the language. So some examples that people gave, somebody said that her long-term ex was posted on there after they broke up, and there were women speaking about how he appeared patronising and not easygoing, which would be true, but she said that there were also a lot of extremely blatant lies about him. She said it made her really uncomfortable reading it because she just knew it to not be true at all or a true reflection of what he's like in a relationship. Although, having said that, People can treat one partner completely differently to how they treat others. Another woman said, my brother was posted uh, and women were saying that he was married, but he isn't married and never has been. The woman who posted was a bitter ex who he'd barely even dated. She lied in the groups and made his life hell. Somebody else said, someone posted my son's dad saying he'd been to prison for abusing his son's mum. He only has one child with me and we're great friends. There was no abuse and it was pure bullshit. Someone else said, this is a long story, not a long story, but a more in-depth one that came from the DMs, not the question box. And she said, I had a date with a guy I met online who seemed lovely when I was new to online dating and not good at spotting red flags. After a date, we ended up at mine, where there was unsettling behaviour, but I didn't have the confidence to tell him to leave. For example, he got a kitchen knife from my block, held the blade in a fist and said, do you think you can pull this out of my hand without cutting me? Then he made some comments about having eyes all over Birmingham to check on me. After he left, he sent some weird unsettling messages. I later posted on my social media that I was out and posted a picture of me and my male friend who is bald. And the guy texted me saying, oh, so you like bald guys? I'll shave off my hair then. Actually, he was from Birmingham, so it'd have been like, oh, so you like bald guys? Oh, no, I had ah, oh, sorry, ignore my attempt at that. I'll shave off my hair then. Uh, was that Birmingham? Maybe, I don't know. Anyway, that's not the point. And then he did and sent a picture of it. I told him I didn't want to see him again and blocked him. I then saw his picture posted on the Birmingham group. So I commented saying I would steer clear as I'd had some negative experiences. A day later, I got a text from him saying, bad move putting anything about me on that page. I told you I had eyes all over Brum. And then sent me a picture of my front door. I had to report to police. Luckily, nothing happened. But a woman on there put me in danger. 
And this was so common. I had so many messages from women about this issue. There are a lot of women who report back to men and put other women in danger. This is big, huge pick-me energy. And if you are a woman who has ever engaged in that behavior, you need to check yourself and get some fucking therapy. Because putting other women in danger so that a man, you can impress a man so that you can go back and be like, babe, I've seen all these women posting about you being an abuser in this group. That's not going to help your life. That's not going to do you any favors. You're a big cunt and you need to sort that out. And sometimes it doesn't just put women in danger posting on there, but it fucks things up. A woman said that she'd posted a picture of a really sweet guy. She just wanted to check that he was definitely single and there was nothing on there. Things were going really, really well with this guy, but it got back to him and he ended it. And actually, quite frankly, he was well within his rights to do that. But it was a mistake for that woman to have done it because it messed up something that had potential. And the safety and privacy of the men in these groups is compromised. There is no way of verifying if a catfish is using their pictures or if the woman who's posting is telling the truth. I would really be upset if in 10 years or whatever, when my son starts dating, that women are all flinging up his pictures in groups and being like, oh, do you know him? What's going on? And I would hate for a man to be able to post about me in one of these groups and tarnish my reputation and stop my potential relationships with other men just because he had a bad experience with me. Or maybe didn't, but just wants me to himself. Women can be just as toxic and calculating. There are probably a lot of men on there who haven't done half the things that they are being accused of in these groups. It's just these women feel like they were treated badly and they're being spiteful. But you can't flip and reverse it and say, what if it was the other way around? Because it's not. To make it a complete equivalent situation, you would have to reverse the entire history of the world and gender roles and social structures. Yes, women abuse men and cheat on men and murder men. Yes, women can be extremely harmful in relationships. But predominantly, coercive control and domestic abuse is a gendered issue. We know this because of the difference in the amount of domestic homicides. We know this because the person who literally invented the term coercive control... Evan Stark, a man who writes extensively about it in his groundbreaking book, Coercive Control, describes it as gendered in that it relies for its impact, this is coercive control, on women's vulnerability as women due to sexual inequality. The main means used to establish control is the micro-regulation of everyday behaviours associated with stereotypical female roles, such as how women dress, cook, clean, socialise, care for their children or perform sexually. He says these dynamics give coercive control a role in sexual politics and distinguishes it from all other crimes. And yes, there will be some women who men need to protect themselves from, Many individual men will experience awful behaviour from women. But as a gender, they are not at great risk of physical, sexual or financial abuse and coercive control. They're just not. And they aren't trapped by the same societal things as we are. If you disagree with me, read the whole book Coercive Control by Evan Stark and then come back and read all the other books I've ever mentioned on these podcasts. Don't ever argue with me on these points if you haven't done the reading. So a page in which they had, are we dating the same girl, would be a different thing entirely. 
largely because they probably wouldn't be doing it for abuse purposes and also because of the whole notion from many misogynistic men that women who have sex are trash. Women in these groups that I've been talking about aren't like, ooh, he slept with three people in his life. Yuck, I can't, can't marry him then. Whereas many men would. That would be the basis on which women are judged as trash for some men. Many men wouldn't be able to cope with having a girlfriend who'd been posted on there, even if it said she was amazing. There are huge gender differences in heterosexual dating, huge differences created by sexism and misogyny, and it would be far less safe for women if it was reversed. So I guess my conclusion is that there is good and bad in these groups. The groups are firmly putting off a lot of women from dating for life. And that probably isn't a good thing because we're seeing the absolute dregs on there. And we shouldn't judge based on this extreme condensed picture of bad men. And sometimes they aren't bad. They're just a man who didn't want a particular woman and that woman is now being a prick. But sometimes they are. And that woman has been saved a lot of wasted time and effort and sometimes saved her life. They are an excellent way for women to get advice and support, but sometimes that advice is poor and that support isn't supportive. They can put women in danger, but can also protect women from danger. They can expose men who desperately need to be exposed, but they can also tarnish the reputation and relationships of men who don't deserve it. So, if you're going to use them, use with caution. Keep yourself safe and other women. And don't check on men unless you've seen red flags. And if you've seen those, you actually don't need confirmation from a Facebook group. Just go. Because a man not being on there isn't a sign that you've been wrong about the red flags. Other people don't need to have experienced red flags for this person to not be right for you. So stay safe. And if you are on there and you're reporting back to dangerous men, then as I said, you need some therapy. You are a red flag and you deserve to only ever be wanted by men with faces that look like they've been run over by a tractor. And I hope that they throw your hamster out the window. Obviously not really. I've been in trouble for hamster shit before. Joke. I hope they throw some of your belongings out the window. Actually, I hope they don't throw anything. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. No harm wished on hamsters. Anyway, let's have a chat about this. I will make this into a shareable reel, whatever the words are, and then we can have a chat on my page about your experiences. Anyway, happy Monday. I hope you've enjoyed this. I will see you again on Wednesday for more Agony Aunt questions. La la la, let me explain. This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production.